Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What do we do? Like, I don't remember any of this stuff. Like, what do we do when our kid comes to us and we can't help them? And the teacher goes, oh, I'll just Google it. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And I'm John R. Bray. Welcome back. Um, welcome back you and welcome back us. Yes. We, two weeks. Two weeks. We took a two-week break. Break in quotes. <laughs> break, break in, in quotes. quotes. Break in quotes. Uh, a two-week break to uh, steal ourselves for beginning of the school year um i i, I was actually I actually took a, a small vacation with my children it was the only one that i got to take for the summer with them and and then we want to talk about back to school and you will note that this is not brought to you by <laughs> any sort of marker <laughs> brand or <laughs> trapper keeper or pencils or anything like that. This is brought to you by the angst of two parents getting their kids ready for homework. Yay. Yes. Although I think it would be pretty awesome to be sponsored by Trapper Keeper. Every right. school year I, I say the word Trapper Keeper to myself and it brings back so many memories. Trapper keeper. Trapper keeper. I said that word to Lita. I said, do we need to get you, and I was trying to think of the word, like binder, but I couldn't think of binder. And I was like, do we need to get you a, a trapper keeper? And she's like, what? <laughs> a what, mom? <laughs> oh, yeah. Come over here, Lita, and watch Stranger Things with me. <laughs> right, right. They were so convenient. I mean, it was like a binder and a folder and a pencil box all in one zip up unit with you know unicorns on the cover or something. Oh man, do you remember the sound of the velcro oh, yeah. when you would open it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I I had an ET themed one. And it would get like fuzz and pencil eraser chunks in the velcro and Yes. Mm, oh yeah. And like peanut butter crumbles. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Gross. It's gross and I was dreading I don't know why I was dreading the beginning well of course I know why um the beginning of the school year I had five weeks away from my kids and I will go on record as saying that that was one of the worst summers of my life <laughs> you mean it wasn't a dream come true to have all that free time I, I it was really a very dark 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 summer for me and this trip that I took was sort of the bookend of it. And we got home on a Sunday night and the kids had to go to school the next day. So and they had only been home for a day from New York. So it was a scramble. Sunday night, I was like, okay, well, here goes. Here goes. 
you already had all the supplies. Did you do all that shopping on your own? Well, they the schools here provide a lot of the supplies. Oh, that's nice. The middle school, you pay for it online, and then they give the students, and then you kind of give a pencil here or there. And then the um, elementary school, during the first week of school, lets you know what they need. Gotcha. So really, I just had to make sure they had a backpack and a lunchbox and their clothes, and they were bathed and, you know, all of that. But... There's always a but. There's always a but. It's like the back-to-school night, and... There's already, you know, therapy, um, therapy appointments and dentist appointments already that I have postponed and postponed and postponed. And um, oddly, like the and oh and I'm just just rambling. Here we I'm go. Just rambling. Um, getting one kid to one school and the other kid to the other school. And then the pickup from there, and yeah. So it's a different year. A very different. I don't know how you would juggle the two drop-offs. That would be I'm going to take a swig of my coffee before I go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in that coffee? <laughs> Just a lot of ice. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, thankfully one of Lita's best friends goes to her school. And so her father has, is willing to take them to middle school. And then we pick her up, um, three times a week and drop her off. So there's a little bit of a carpool situation going on, which that's nice. It's, it's nice for a control freak and anxiety (laughs) freak like myself (laughs) and Lita. It's a little scary. Because we're sort of beholden to, are they going to show up on time to get her to school on time? Well, and their version of on time is probably different than yours and Lita's is my guess. Yes. Yeah. Because you're you're of the to be early is to be on time mindset. Yeah. Okay. So this is what happened. <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> so this is what happened yesterday. <laughs> um, they, they, sh- they show up and... Uh, they've gotten later and later and later as the week has gone on. And the, so I'll, uh, anyway, Lita gets home and she's like, I got to school and they were late to pick me up this morning and I got to school and the first bell had already rung and I was almost late to first period. And it was just, and she's like, you know, stressed out about it. However, overall, Lita is rocking middle school. She loves it. Like, she ran out of the house the first day just skipping, like, not even a goodbye or anything, just, like, let me at it, and has done that every single morning. Like, she's loving the feeling older and the independence and, like, the responsibility of it and going class to class to class, and she loves that. Um, but there was this one little hang-up yesterday where she's like, well, like, you know, it was like I was really, really, really stressed to get to the first class. So I text my friend, and I'm like, yeah, they were late this morning. I think I may need to take her myself. And we go back and forth, not realizing what times the bell the bell rings. So they got dropped off at 819. The bell rings at 820. Well, Lita told the me that the, the first bell. Okay. Lita told me that the first bell rings at 830 and the tardy bell rings at 835. But the first bell rings at 820. And the tardy bell rings at 8.30. So they, she had 10 minutes to get to class. 
So she wasn't even close to late. No. Ah, okay. So I have put Lita to bed last night, and she's in there reading herself, and I'm texting back and forth with the mom. And I come in, and I come in, and I'm like, Lita, do you know when the first bell rings? And she's like, no. Oh, my God. Just matter-of-factly. No, not a, no idea. I said, you don't know when the first bell rings? And she's like, no. I said, do you know when the tardy bell rings? No. I said, it's the fourth day of school. Do you not know what time you're supposed to be at school? And she's like, Mom, I haven't memorized the bell schedule yet. So how does she, so how does she know she's late then? I don't What's know. I- <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, I don't want to pick a fight. But guess what? This is next level shit. <laughs> I didn't say shit. I didn't say that. Oh, totally but that's what I was have. feeling. Yeah. It's like, this is next level shit. This isn't elementary school anymore. This is real life. Like, you got to know when you're supposed to be at your seventh grade class on time when the bell rings. I said, tomorrow, your first priority is to go in and find a clock and to find when the bell rings. You understand me? And she's like, fine. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's really only a big deal if she's going to be worried that she's late. Right. If she's kind of nonchalant about it, then uh, the bell schedule doesn't matter. But how can you freak out about being late? If you don't actually know what late is. This is like the the combined DNA of complete absent-mindedness with, sh- with crippling anxiety. <laughs> That's the result of the, those two DNAs like conforming into one. What an awesome combination. Right? Like you know you have to be worried about something, but you just don't know what it is. <laughs> How did Lexton do? I mean, he's very well, I will say very well. He's not a lover of school. And I've always taken the approach that, you know, you don't have to love it. You don't even have to want to go or be excited to go, but you have to acknowledge that you have to go and you need to do your best when you're there. Like, that's all I ask. He doesn't have to be excited. But the first day he was, I mean, he he woke up happy. He talked to me about it, talked to me about the friends that he wanted to see got out of the car and that was it and got in the car smiling when I picked him up it was kind of surreal I didn't expect it to be that and then I thought okay first day now he's seen everyone now it's done and it was like that he started on Wednesday so it's a short week the first week for him um but you know the first three days were fine like more than fine probably the best drop off and pick up I remember in his entire school career which is interesting and he is in seventh? He is in seventh, but he was in middle school last year. Uh-huh. And that, so he had, that's funny because after the second day, he said, you know, I saw the sixth graders in the hallway today. And then he looked at me and just rolled his eyes. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you're like not even a full year past them. So don't, don't get so far out of yourself. But he does enjoy being older, you know. Don't you remember feeling that, though? I remember feeling that. Oh, yeah. As soon as you weren't at the bottom, you immediately felt elevated, like 10 steps. So he's doing well this year. He is. I mean, three days in. His attitude is fantastic three days in, which is the biggest hurdle for him. I mean, he's, he's really not, he'll never be the kid who, like, a week before school starts is super pumped. But yeah. He's he's doing well. He he's already been given a girl's phone number, so he's pretty excited about that. What? Oh yeah, she's a good kid. What? 
I know. He get, wait, 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 wait. He gave her his phone number? Well, he said, he said, I got her phone number. And I said, okay, why? He said, well, she wanted mine, so I got hers too. I'm like, <laughs> smooth. Nice job. Wow. So she asked him first? Oh, yeah. And they're texting on the way home. So... Oh my gosh, what are we doing? I don't know. Our parents didn't have to deal with this. I know. What? And and I'm trying to, you know, play it cool. I'm like, so what are you what are you talking about? What's going on? What's she what's she doing? He's like, Oh, not much. Nothing. No. Oh, great. So now I have to like pry these answers out. And I've I I think she was in his kindergarten class or first grade class or something. So I've known her for a long time, but it's strange. It's one of those loves. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is they sit next to each other in math class. So, and he likes math, right? He actually he, yes, but he doesn't realize it. He loves science, science. and if the math involves science, or vice versa, then he's fine. But if if he sees it as just math, he loathes math. Oh, yeah. hates it, and it's Common Core. So yep. I'm pretty decent at math. Cannot, can't, nope, can't help there. I can't do it the way they need to do it. And that's what's hard. And then I try to teach it my way and it's different than his way and that never ends well. Have you gone to back to school night yet? Is has that happened for you? No, that's in a week or two. I think they let us settle in. The first few weeks of the year are short for whatever reason. And then I think it's during like the first full week or something. Have so you did you have it short. already? Oh yeah. I had both back to school nights for Lita and then a separate one for Marlo. Before school start, like right this week. This week, wow, yeah. And I add that she's got Common Core as well um, for her math, and I don't remember filling out the paperwork for honors math, but apparently she's in honors math and she's taking a test this week, and they're assessing whether or not all the kids in that class can stay in the class. So her entire schedule may change if oh, she great. doesn't qualify. Is she a math but, kid? I mean, uh-uh, no. no. Okay. I mean, she has. Last year, she really stepped up. Like, in, I think her, her fifth grade year just about did her in. Um, she had a tutor for math in fifth grade, and then last year she really excelled. But somebody in the the back to school night asked the math teacher and said, "What do we do? Like, I don't remember any of this stuff. Like, what do we do when our kid comes to us and we can't help them?" And the teacher goes, "Oh, I just Google it." <laughs> that was the answer. Yes. She's like, oh. just Google. She's like, if you just put the math problem into the bar in Google, it kind of like auto fills and it will kind of tell you how to do it. And I was like, oh, no. That is also kind of bullshit. I've tried that. Because <laughs> there's like have- 37 different ways to teach it. Right. And then and then you have to sit there for 20 minutes and teach yourself how to do it via before. Common Core before you mm-hmm. can teach it. it that's, I'm, did the tutor help? Do you think that was one of the things that kind of helped her excel I, I in sixth? I think so. I think so. I think what it did is it gave her the confidence to try to attack things. I think what it was is that she would see a problem and be like, uh-uh, I'm just not even going to, you know. And the tutor would help her, like, give her the confidence to start thinking about the problem and taking it apart. Um, or, and part of it, again, was that her teacher – in sixth grade, let them start their homework, gave them 30 minutes to get a jump start. So if anybody had a question about the math homework, they could go to the teacher and say, can you explain this to me again? 
And so she got most of her math homework done at school with the help from the teacher. That is such a valuable approach. I don't know why more teachers don't do that. I mean, I know that whole thing went viral where the, was it a second or third grade teacher sent home that sheet of paper and said, study after study has shown that homework does nothing for our kids, so I'm not going to send any homework this year. Did you see this? No, I don't think so. Okay, so this went viral. uh, And she sent this home to all of her, her students, and it said, instead of doing homework... I would much rather you engage in activities that are much better for the whole family, like have dinner together, read books together, go outside and play. Like, we're not going to do homework. What grade was this? I don't remember what grade it was, but gosh. God. (laughs) Why am I goshing? (laughs) You know why I'm goshing? Because I have been two straight nights at Utah school, back to school nights, <laughs> and the the accents of these people and the goshing and oh my hecking and oh man, my kids are gonna grow up with the craziest accents. Is oh my heck an expression? Oh yeah, I've I've never heard that. You've never heard oh my heck? No, I've heard what oh, the heck? No, oh my heck. Oh my heck. What oh my the, heck. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Because he can't say, oh, my God, because that's taking the Lord's name in vain. But I can see gosh. I can see, oh, my gosh. But heck, it doesn't even sound right. That's a whole Utah, like, funeral potatoes and green jello with shaved carrots. Oh, God, I hate jello. Twisted, like, oh, my heck. And friggin'. Friggin'. They still say friggin'? Friggin' and fetchin', yes. Awesome. Yeah. That's good times. But they have this very, very, very... Thick Utah accent. Oh man, and my kids are right in the middle of it. I know I have an accent. I know. Little one. I know. <laughs> Just a little one. That's interesting though with the no homework. I mean, mm-hmm. I I totally get it. I mean, I understand the value of homework, especially in certain subjects, especially honestly in math, because you do need to practice it. But when it's homework on homework on homework on homework, I, I mean there had, there were nights last year where I just flat out ad- admitted to Lexton, I'm like, yeah, this is absurd, and you shouldn't have this much homework to do. Let's just get through it, and if it's the same thing tomorrow, then we'll figure out something else. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to sit there and tell them, no, this is this is good. This is a really great thing because it's not. I can spend time with him without having homework. I, I don't need that to occupy him. No, when it's that excessive. I can see the value of reading, you know, reading for 30 minutes a night or even writing. Like, let's write, you know, let's write, write a journal entry about our day. I can see the value in that. But the, the, the hours, this, this math teacher of hers, of Lita's, said, you know, I, homework, shouldn't, homework should only take about 30 minutes a night. So Lita has seven classes. Yeah. Um, let's extrapolate that. So what if every teacher gave 30 minutes of homework a night? Exactly. How many hours? Yeah. And I, I don't know, are they kind of on a team, like a group of teachers? No. Okay. They're, it's all over the, the school. Like she has to go from one end of the school to the other. Okay. So that's a lot like, well, at least like my high school experience. But with Lexton, they're kind of broken up into teams. So you have your oh. core teachers for language arts, math, social studies, and science. And then anything else on top of that is sort of outside of the team. But in sixth grade, 
they really played that up, that we're a team and total homework for all the classes will not be more than an hour. It shouldn't be for all of them. So that's, you know, oh, 15 minutes. Nice. Of well, yeah, but they, I, they didn't communicate as well as <laughs> I had hoped. I mean, there were two weeks in particular in the spring where he had three tests in one week. Once it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and once it was two on Thursday and one on Friday. And that's like borderline unmanageable. For a sixth grader especially. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. that's a hard load as a college student to have three tests back to back. That takes yeah. a lot of planning and preparation. And that's hard. It's exhausting. It's really exhausting. But I... And, it's also, though, you know, he'll come home with math homework and grumble about it. And I don't know why we have to do this homework. I'm like, well, can you do all these problems? No. Like, well, then that's why you have it. If you have homework and you could do it all, then I can understand frustration. But when you don't know how to do it, that's sort of the point. Yeah. But that, that is encouraging with the tutor. I'm thinking about that this year just because I didn't learn Common Core. I can do the problems, but I can't do them how he does them. And I feel like a tutor would do just that, would give him the confidence to try and kind of plow through. I really do recommend it if if it's become a problem because um, it helped immensely. And get, that, that fifth grade homework, I don't know if you remember fifth grade math homework. I mean, I was I just, I just couldn't do it. Even in, in the Googling didn't help. And so the tutor, like, would walk her through it and, like, he was really, really calm with her, which I'm learning. Which is your strong suit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, by the way, I was at the gym earlier, and so many people from the gym have kids the same age. And the owner of the gym was at back to school night the other night in one of Lita's classes. So her daughter is in one of Lita's classes. And I walk into the locker room, and she's talking to someone, and she's like, oh, my God. God, the attitude on my kid. Like, I just didn't see this coming. And I walk over to her and I'm like, can I hug you, please? Can I hug you? <laughs> please, can I hug you? And I said, is it bad? She's like, it's so bad. And she says, I didn't, people told me that it was going to be bad. And I was like, no, 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 my kid's totally even headed. And it just like a a flip switched, a switch flipped, whatever <laughs> is that expression. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm learning to be calm. But I, yeah, a, a tutor is worth the money. Good. I, I'll have to do that then. Though I have not encountered the attitude. I don't know if that's a gender difference or just a personality difference. I, I don't know. But yeah, it's not quite there yet. Yeah, it could be. I don't want to, you know, flat out say that it's a gender difference because, you know, I don't want to pigeonhole anybody. But I know for a fact that a lot of girls this age are on the verge of certain things. Yes. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And, and not going to lie, that really, 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 really complicates your emotions. It just does. It does. That is the fact of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely um, not disappointed that I don't have to deal with that. I'm, even I'm if it's, even if just for the inconvenience yeah. of it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and to have to to adjust to school and new grades and new classes and deal with, I can't. I don't. That would be terrible. I'm just going to flat out admit it. I would never claim to understand it, but that would be rough in its own way. So the attitude's kind of you know 
you can you can ex- accept it, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. So far, since she's been back from New York, it's been a lot better. Um, I've talked to her very calmly. I read a book, by the way. I want to link to this book. Um, somebody recommended it to me. It's called The Path. And it's about... Um, it's about Chinese, ancient Chinese philosophy, and it goes against all of common thinking about turning inward and finding your true self and finding your passion in life and pursuing that and mindfulness and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like the complete opposite, <laughs> and it talks about um, Confucius and other Chinese philosophers and how they approach life to achieve a sense of peace with themselves and with others. And I read it, I read like, I've read half of it and I, I can't even explain the difference in my life, even in just the past two weeks. Interesting. I think it could be the, vi- it could be the vitamin D speaking. <laughs> the path, is it what Chinese philosophers can teach us about the good life? Is that like the subtitle? Is that? Did you just look it up? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. the, the path is lots of things by a guy named Michael Puit. Yeah, Puet, I, I yeah, don't know he's how. a he was a Harvard professor, and it's okay. one of the most popular classes that they teach there. I think for entry level students, and um, is that a thing at Harvard? Entry level students? I, it's at a different entry level, but I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's about um, managing our emotions. And recognizing that we don't have to react a certain way to certain situations, that we can stop ourselves and assess what we're feeling and then try to react in a different way. Interesting. And yeah. And like you can be outraged, but you don't necessarily have to act on the outrage. You can try to develop different um, rituals is what, she, what, what they're called. So when I get outraged at Lita's attitude toward me, I can stop myself and maybe diffuse it instead of wanting to scream and commit murder, you know. <laughs> At least out loud. You can just internalize that. So, again, I'll go back to, I, I really thought, especially with this new work that I've taken on, which is getting more and more intense even, um, I thought that this week was just going to, like, kill me, but... I wake up an, an extra 30 minutes earlier than I did last year. And this week has brought so much peace. And I, I need to, where's, where's a piece of wood <laughs> on that wood for me to say that out loud, Al. Um, but the schedule of getting up at a certain time and getting them to school and then they're at home and then the nighttime routine, having that is so grounding to me. And so right and amazing that I have been more productive and present and happy and wow, I don't know. Well, I did not expect this. As a morning person, I would, I just want to say welcome. <laughs> I do think that that is, and I know that's a big step for you because sleep is precious. I totally get that. But I, I think it can make all the difference. Just, you know, the second day I got downstairs and I realized, you know, I'd already made the lunch and I had already done the dishes and I had already done all of this stuff. And I, I kind of looked around. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like, it, it's been an entire summer off. And I got this. Like, I already had it down. And, mm-hmm. it, and it didn't feel 
rushed. It didn't feel chaotic. It was like I, I did it without even thinking. It was like muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. And it was amazing. And and now that as he's getting older, I can kind of reason, you know, one day we got up on time, but I quickly realized, okay, we need an earlier on time because this this won't work unless we rush. And I kind of explained it to him and, he, you know, he doesn't like it. He's like, yeah, that makes sense. So then we wake up 15 minutes earlier for him. I'm already up. And it just makes all the difference. It lets him take his time to wake up. We don't have to rush through breakfast. We don't have to rush to drive there. It's awesome. Okay, well, let's pick that back up in just a second. Hold on. So explain this early morning thing to me with you. Do you wake up before your alarm goes off? Oh, yeah. What time do you wake up? Well, it sort of depends on the day, but usually 5.30. I hate you. <laughs> but <laughs> what? I, I will usually wake up like a, one minute before the alarm goes off, like enough to kind of be aware that I'm awake and then I hear the alarm go off. And you're fine. You're not like groggy or... It depends if I've had to be up working or something late, then it's then it's a little rough. But if I go to bed on time, then it's fine. What time do you go to bed? Ideally 10, but okay. that doesn't always happen. So 10, 10 to 5.30, that's seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I mean, I may, I did that over the summer, too. You did. That's just what I. That's just sort of my schedule. I think mornings so, are incredibly valuable. I love morning. Weird. Mornings are incredibly valuable. Valuable. I love that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so I'm not gonna. I should not compare myself to you because I have. I'm. I'm medicated for severe insomnia. So. Oh really? Oh yeah. That's my. That's how I medicate my anxiety. There you go. Yeah. So when do you go to bed? So I figured this out over the summer that um, if I go to bed before 1045, I will wake up between midnight and two or three. Before, okay. And then stay awake until six o'clock and then fall back asleep for 30 minutes and then have to get back up. So, And it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible trap. Because then I'm tired for the rest of the day, and then I want to go to sleep at 10, and then I go to sleep at 10, and then I wake up at 2, and then I'm awake for four hours. But when you're up until, like, let's just say 11, isn't it hard then, to stay up? It's um, Is it hard to stay up? Well, I'm just was, exhausted by 10, usually. Oh, yeah. Well, um, this week, it hasn't been that bad because I've gotten Lita to, into, into her room, and then I've had some time for myself. And so I'm like, this is my time for myself. And so I spend it, the last few nights, it's like 1045, I'm done. <laughs> like just waiting for it, watching the clock. I can't, I can't. I can't. And I've slept through, but like, yeah, I'm heavily medicated for insomnia. I won't sleep. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. 
Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. But I did change the alarm on my phone. And that could be one of the reasons that it's not, it's not too terrible to wake up another 30 minutes early. Like to a different chime? Yeah, a happier chime. What is the what is the happy chime? Um, it's an iPhone chime, yes. Yes. So the I have for years and years and years I have been using the bell tower. Ding dong, ding dong. Oh God. Ding dong, <laughs> ding dong. And um, I don't even want that as a ringtone. <laughs> no, I know, but it's loud, and I need something loud to sort of get me out of my groggy sleep. Um, and I changed it to the one that goes. It's like the tinkling, like ding ding ling 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 ling. Oh yeah, ascending or something. Yeah, something like that. Mine is the marimba. Ooh, it's been the marimba for years. Yeah, so I, but but I will say this: that the the extra thirty minutes has made all the difference, and I love it. I love getting up and getting the dog fed and out before I get the kids up and then we have a leisurely breakfast where Lita eats, you know, six bowls of honey nut Cheerios <laughs> and, and I um, make the lunches and talk to them about how they slept and what they can anticipate for the day and then we go upstairs and we get dressed and then I have plenty of time for myself to get dressed. So yeah, that 30 minutes makes a huge, huge difference. It's it's worth losing that sleep to not have to rush around. Mm-hmm. There there have been mornings, you know, we, we were kind of on this pattern at the end of sixth grade as well, and mornings where everything was ready, and I was ready to go, and I realized, well, we actually don't have to leave for 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I would sit down with a book, and he would do whatever. He'd read a book or whatever, and we would just chill for 10 minutes. And then go, and it sets a tone for the entire day rather than get yourself, we've got to go, we're going to be late, and then trying to fly there. Exactly. It's almost its own meditation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, we, we're all settled, we have our shoes on, we have backpacks at ready, and we can just sit here for a moment and take, take a, those deep breaths that settle us. Yes. As the day is about to hit. Hit. Yeah, that's a good word for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure that the the rhythm will get thrown off more than we'd like. And it's not going to stay this positive and this great every single day. But when I think when, it, when a year starts out well, it says a lot about how it's going to go. Yeah. I mean, homework starts, you know, very thoroughly next week. Lita has had homework every day this week, but Marlo has not. So Marlo will start her homework next week, and that will be very interesting. And um, because she's been very scared. Um, of homework? Very, very, yes, she's very scared. 
you know, it's almost like my kids swapped personalities in the last couple of years because like Lita skipped out the door, didn't kiss me or anything. She's like, see ya, I'm going to school. I don't need any help. Nothing. Blah, blah, blah. See ya. <laughs> and Marlo is just like, she doesn't want to go. I'm having to walk her into the class. She's clutching to me. Um, she comes home and she's crying because she's worried that the work that she did, she wrote too big in on in her notebook and the teacher's going to get mad at her and then he's going to send home homework next week and she's terrified of it. And she just doesn't want to disappoint or, or do, she doesn't want to be bad at anything. Right. Well, I mean... Nobody yeah. does, but nobody does. Is this though? I think you you posted on Instagram that she's not too crazy about not having Lita at her school. Yeah, is that I playing mean, in here? It is. It is because she, you know, she sees her sister leave in the morning, and then we used to all be together, and she would see her sister at school. She would see Lita at school. She'd see her, you know, passing by the playground or passing in the cafeteria, and that comfort isn't there anymore. And also. I mean, this was a really hard summer for for Marlo. She she was gone from me longer than she's ever been gone. She's gone from home longer than she's ever been gone. And it's very confusing to her. She's still really processing that part of it. Just the whole and, being apart, the separation itself. Yeah. And being there, like I saw her, I went to New York Um at the end of July and I got to see her there for a, for several hours during one of the days I was there and you could tell she barely spoke to me she was just very quiet and would just sort of nod and when she did answer questions and when I would pull things out of her I could she was mumbling she wouldn't form she, I think she was she she felt very confused and even expressed to me I want to go I want to go back to dad's apartment, but I don't want to leave you. But why can't you stay? Oh, yeah. And um, it's it's really confusing to her and hard. And when she comes home from from New York, the transitions are always really difficult. And this one in particular has been rough. So I'm working with her being really, really, really patient. Yeah. Well, it's hard. I mean, she doesn't have the capacity yet to process it. And I yeah. say that not directed at her. I mean, just at, at her age. I mean, to a certain degree, we don't even have the capacity to process some of it. No. So, or a lot of it in some cases. I mean, Lexton still, he knows, I mean, he, he gets it, but he'll still make passing comments. You know, why can't, why can't mom be here all the time? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's a rough adjustment and I think when you add that distance you know when she knows that when you leave when you left New York there's lots of miles between you yes not not a five minute drive right you know I was driving where was I driving I did so much driving this week people who have commutes dear lord god bless you I yes I think about that all the time because I'm going to commit murder with my car. I am <laughs> at some point. I cannot handle people on the road who don't know how to drive. And that's probably at the top of my list of pet peeves. Anyway, I was driving somewhere with Lita. And 
I did a ton of driving. The back to school for Lita literally lasted over three hours one night. And then the next night, it was another two hours for Marlo. And this is on top of pickup, drop off, um, getting supplies, doing my work, you know, and it was, it was a lot. And, you know, I know that you know that it's been a lot to get kids ready for school and registration processes and making sure they have all their forms right and being there for them in the morning routine and the evening routine. It's, you know, um, those of us who are, however we find ourselves doing the, the majority of this work ourselves in whatever situation we find ourselves in, you know, it's, um, it can be physically and emotionally exhausting. And I had this realization and this is just a personal realization the other day as I was driving, I was like, you know what? Like I grew up and for many, many years in my early twenties, I grew up wanting children. I wanted to raise children. I wanted kids. And that was, that was always going to be a part of my future was the kids were going to be a part of my identity, part of who I am, but it was going to be like the focus of my life was raising kids. And John, my ex, Jex, Jex. Uh, was, Jex was married previously before he and I got married and they did not have kids and he didn't think he would ever have kids. And so there's a part of me that's like, you know what, this situation as incongruous as it is, makes sense in the sense that I always wanted this. And so there's a, there's a, there was a piece this week where I was like, you know what, this is me doing this the majority of this all alone is okay. You know, there's, it's, it's okay because this is what I wanted. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, it does. I mean, you, I mean, maybe not this exact situation, not maybe this exact but situation, but you knew that that was something you wanted in your life and you have mm-hmm. it. And I have it. And the responsibility of it is I'm like, it's Okay. Like this is, this situation is okay because I always wanted the responsibility. That's a pretty huge realization. I mean, really, like that's pretty monumental. It's called the path. It's called the path. (laughs) That's what it all comes down to. That's interesting though. Mm -hmm. Huh. I don't think I'm there yet. Well, I'm about three years ahead of you. So I have something to but look you, forward to. Well, but you sort of, I mean, you chose at a very early age this responsibility. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it was a ready-made family. So I knew theoretically what it was. But it was a choice. Yeah. It was a choice. This was a choice for me. This was a choice of, of like, I'm committing to... That, this responsibility yeah but it is weird when you do find like you said regardless of situation regardless of you know whether it's because of a, a traveling spouse or whatever when you do find that the majority of it is on you I mean I think anyone who knows that they want kids in their life you know even from an early age that there's this unspoken assumption that there will be someone else because that's just that's how yeah. it, that's how kids are made. That's how it works. 
<laughs> I mean, you know. Oh my gosh. So then to to experience it as a as a single person, as a soul person, however you want to put it, it's different. But it is it's interesting to acknowledge that it is still what you wanted. Mm-hmm. It just it's in a slightly different form, but it is what you wanted in the bigger picture. It is. So you wanted math homework, drop-offs. Mm-hmm. You wanted all that. Common, I did. common core. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, a couple, like two or three people already this week, like a lot of us, we don't have to drop our kids off inside the school. Most most people just are like, kid, get out of the car or walk to school. <laughs> and there's several of us doting parents um, who walk our kids to school. And I, many of them know that, you know, I am a full-time single, full-time soul. No. What was the word? Soul, that she soul used? parent. Soul parent. Yes. Um, soul parenting. So, and we were talking and like, what did you do this summer? And et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, this, this guy goes, yeah, I took the, I took both of my daughters to Montana for two weeks by myself. And Oh, man, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> and I just nodded at him. I'm like, isn't it? And he I mean, he looked at me and then he suddenly realized what he had just said. Right. right. <laughs> and he's like, you know this. <laughs> yep. I was like, yep, yeah, I do. But and I totally feel you. Even in two weeks, even two weeks, man, I give you credit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, two weeks when you're not, when you when you normally aren't the sole parent, mm-hmm. that's and like you're not in your ho- oh, and you're man. not in your home environment. You're in a different environment. Like you're you're on quote unquote vacation. Yeah, yeah. That's like a hazing. <laughs> I mean, really. How how old are his kids? They are um, seven and nine. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like a hazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, vacation, unless, quote unquote. Unless vacation. you do vacation like I do, which is we frat boy it up, and you're just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, just whatever, go to bed, fall over. Right. <laughs> Are you in the same clothes for three days? Awesome. You put them on yourself. It doesn't matter. You found <laughs> them. Good to go. Yeah. But that it's interesting. You know, in in middle school, I have to drive him. It's too far away to walk. Um, and I won't even get into the complexities of busing. But, you know, he just gets out of the car. In in elementary school, we would park and walk him up. But now he just hops out. So there's not that same interaction with the parents. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, thank God. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm so bad at the, at the small talk about kids. Like, miserably. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't. It's not that I dislike these people. A lot of them are very nice people and I've gotten to know them, but the small talk about the kids it just makes me want to claw my eyes out. Mm, yeah, the yep. Mm-hmm. Right? No, no. Right? There I there have been a couple of parents that I've really like gotten along with and I like seek them out. I'm like I hope they're there. I hope they're there. I hope they're there. <laughs> so that the other ones, I'm like, oh, here we go. Hi, I don't remember your name. I don't remember your children's <laughs> names. I'm going to pretend. I'm so bad with faces and names. So bad. Terrible. I uh, have a note on my phone that's just called stuff about people. 
Are you serious? Oh yeah. And it's it's like everybody that like I that cross paths app. with often enough. Like there there's a barista that I've gotten to know. So I have like her son's name in my phone, her boyfriend's name in my because when she throws names at me, I feel like I can't be standing there thinking, wait, who who is this? Who I, I don't I don't how old are they? What's going on? So before you I walk in, develop this app. I, seriously, because I, before I walk in, I pull it up. I'm like, okay, yep, all right, got it. And then I can have a conversation. And it's not that I don't care enough to remember. It's just that I'm awful at it. Mm-hmm. So I have this ongoing list of all of these people that I occasionally run into, including a few people from the school. I'm going to start doing this. This is a brilliant idea. It's it's really helpful. I highly recommend it. And it's also trademarked and patented, so... <laughs> You know, because my brain is so occupied with okay, what is what happens in the next twenty minutes? What happens in the next hour? What happens in the next hour? What happens in the next hour? That oh my gosh, I just yeah, even like the pharmacist's name who recognizes me, and as I walk up, she goes and she grabs my meds <laughs> for me, and it's like, how's it going, Heather? And I'm like, oh, what is your name? Oh. And she's probably got the name tag on, but it's a little too small. Yes. Oh yeah, that's the worst. <sighs> yep. Yeah. I'm telling you, that would save you. It would, especially with the, the parents on the playground, because I don't know anybody's kid's name either. And everybody Terrible. has, like, everyone has more than one kid. Uh-huh. So I can never remember who who's in fifth grade, who's in third grade, who's the freshman in high school. I, I don't know. Yeah. And I, it, I feel like I should, especially because I feel like all of the people that I run into seem to remember everything about me always i don't know how they do it and i'm not being malicious about it i am just not good i that is not a skill i possess well exactly i i could meet someone and two minutes later have already forgotten their name Mm -hmm. because i just don't retain that information i'll remember you know lots of other things about them or about the conversation or about what i have to do tomorrow but i don't retain it even if you try, you know, you try the thing where you repeat it right after you hear it or whatever. No, that there's doesn't, those, there's, doesn't work. There's, I'm sure that there's like 60 self-help like apps about remembering people's names. Um, yeah, I've tried all of that and I still, I, no. I'll forget a person. I won't even hear them. I won't even hear them as they're saying their name because I'm concentrated on <laughs> this is how terrible I am. <laughs> Maybe I should be more mindful. <laughs> well, I mean, it could help. I don't know. Strategies like that have never worked for my app would just be called write that shit down because that's all that works. <laughs> Wait, so on your phone it's called stuff about people? Yeah. Just stuff about people. Is it a note? Uh, no, I, I actually use Evernote. Evernote. Okay. Because I, it's accessible anywhere. I use it for a lot of my work notes. So I just open it up every time. I'm like, what do I need to know about who before I go here? Is it a desktop app as well? It is. Desktop, phone, this, iPad. By the way, this is not sponsored by Evernote. This is yet. I mean, I've heard of it yet. Evernote, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing. You can record things. You can put pictures. You can clip stuff off the web. It's a great app. Okay. And it helps me. I've downloaded it names. to my phone. I just didn't know how to use it. Yeah, I recommend it. And the the Mac app is actually really outstanding. And okay. it's free. Although there's paid versions free. too. So, yeah, it's not sponsored by them, but now you know absolutely everything you need to know about Evernote. 
which was really yes. what we've been getting at this entire time. So you haven't been to back to school night yet? No. And I am dreading it. Okay. Really quickly. So Lita's, I had to meet all seven of her teachers. <laughs> uh, and then there, there was a, <laughs> there was a before session and then you make all the, you have to go see each teacher individually for 10 minutes, but it ended up being like 15 minutes. And then there was an after session and, um, that was on Wednesday night. And then, uh, Thursday night I had to go see, to go to Marlowe's back to school. And it was just one teacher. And I'm just, I'm kind of as, as good as this week has been for me in terms of like having the routine and whatnot. Like I didn't want to be there and I wanted to go home. I just, cause I have been gone every night this week doing so much and driving around and urgh. so I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there in, in, Marlowe's class listening to her teacher talk about the curriculum for second graders. And before he even starts talking, parents start asking him questions. Yep. <laughs> yep. As if, and I know I'm, I'm making assumptions and I'm not following the path this way because I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's part of the path, deviating slightly. Yeah. They were like asking questions before he even started talking as it, like like he's not going to answer their questions and he, and he points to the the, the um, whiteboard and he says this is their schedule for the entire day you will see all of the, the you know the subjects that we're covering and immediately someone raises their hand and says will there be art and he points to the board and he says yes art is at two thirty if you see on the board and then somebody raises their hand and says will there be science are they are they just not reading. I think that they were so excited to be out at night. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And and there was this one person who just kept cracking jokes and interrupting the teacher. And, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So somebody raises their hand and because we got to the end of it and we're done. We're already 10 minutes over. And he says, are there any other questions? And somebody raises their hand and says, are there any supplies that we can provide for you? And he says, you know, I don't really need anything. Sometimes I ask for dry erase markers, you know, whatnot. And the guy who's tra tra cracking jokes, he says, how about we get you some earplugs? How about that? You know, and the teacher says, well, I am hearing impaired. Oh, <sighs> are you? <sighs> oh, man. And um, he says, you, your children may have come home and said, the teacher made me repeat myself seven or eight times. He says, it's true. I may pass you in the hall and not hear you say hello to me. And I apologize for that. And this went right over the guy's head. He's just, he's just like, he didn't even apologize or like wince or anything. <laughs> really? <laughs> just, for him, yeah. it was still like a good joke. Oh, man. <laughs> and, um, oh, man, it was just one of those like... Oh, like, I wish I were still writing on my website. <laughs> Although I, th but there's I, some truth, you know, maybe they're just excited to be out at night. I mean, I like, yeah, uh-huh. I get it. Like we got an hour away from the kids. Yeah, we're going to be at school, but we got an hour away from the kids. Right. It's, it's date night. Right. 
in a second grade classroom. <laughs> and so the the path part of me was like, I'm forgiving them because they are away from it. They are out. They are enjoying themselves. They are enjoying themselves being out. Okay. Deep breaths. This is not the end. This is nothing to... This is nothing, Heather. In the big picture. In the big picture. Namaste. In the big picture. In the big picture. I'm taking this week as a victory and writing it down and saying, you know what? I we we got through the first week and I feel better. I feel so much better with my kids in my house. And it's we we started on a good a good foot. Yeah. And we're gonna both need that reminder in you know a month mm-hmm. when things aren't well when I right after the first day when I picked Lexton up he was telling me all about it it was great I said that's awesome you've only got 179 more to go <laughs> and he kind of just <laughs> stared at me He's did like, you really I, say that to him I totally did because he, he knows I mean he knows how many days are in a school year because he's asked and he's like you don't have to say it like that <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, sorry. But that's what he did when I ran my first, you know, half marathon length run as part of this hellacious training that you got me into. I finished and he said, well, how how long was your run? And I said, it's 13.1 miles. He goes, oh man, just think, that's only half. <laughs> like he was so amused to think that it's going to be that much longer. So to... To remind him that he's got 179 days left was like a sweet victory on my part, like revenge in the best sense. Uh, you and I are very similar parent, parent parenting styles. I, I couldn't help it. I don't even I don't even feel small <laughs> saying that. I'm like, oh yeah, 179 to go. <laughs> At the halfway point, you should really point it out. Like <sighs> you're only halfway there. You're only halfway there. I should. I'm gonna put that on my calendar. We did it. We survived it. We did. I hope everyone else out there did as well. And people have been starting school for the last couple of weeks, I think. I know. Like early August, I want to say second week of August, I feel like I saw posts up on Twitter and Instagram about starting school. Yeah, and a lot of people don't start until after Labor Day. Which is it's when I used to start. Night. I don't know when that yeah. changed. but So I guess, you know, what do people... How do people survive the first week? Because it is getting back into that routine, even though, like I said, it was like muscle memory. Before he started, there was panic for me. Like, I got to start packing lunches again and doing this again and changing this, and my whole day needs to be restructured. You know, and there's really no good way to brace for it. Yeah, what are, I would love to hear other people's approaches to the routine and how they manage expectations and anxiety and frustration and time. Especially if those people are morning people. Especially if those people are not morning people. Okay, fine. Like, Fine. Even if you're not a morning person, you can speak up. You can email us your thoughts and stories to stories at manicramblings.com and you can find us at Manic Ramblings on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing, we would love for you to leave a review um, on the App Store. That would really help us out. 
Yes. Really. Only takes a few minutes. Only takes a few minutes. If you hate it, that's fine. Everyone has an opinion. It's Everyone okay. Has, it's fine. That's fine. Go read the path. <laughs> and then come back. And modify your review. <laughs> yes. But we would... Um, we're back, and we are starting the school year doing this, and hope that you will come along for the ride. Yes, and we are slightly behind on email. We took a vacation from that as well, but we will be catching up on that, so don't fret. You'll get a response, hopefully sooner rather than later. Also, I think we should put this out there. If anybody would like to be a guest or has something that they would like to talk about with us on the air you can email us and show us your interest in that as well yes there's probably going to be some technical hurdles we have to clear but we're more than willing to try and figure it out so as long as you can be patient with us we will uh definitely consider it and see what we can do but that'd be great and until next time set your clock 30 minutes early Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water... It starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.